Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Victoria Gibson. Victoria Gibson is an online business mentor who coaches like-minded women towards achieving breakout success online. After a successful corporate career in commercial property and marketing, Victoria stake her claim on a lifestyle that would provide prosperity, fulfillment, and flexibility on her own terms. She founded Facebook Ad Queen and within one short year grew it from a domain name to a thriving six-figure enterprise. She then expanded with Marvio.com, providing end-to-end Facebook marketing solutions for global companies, big and small. Through Marvio, she has helped countless brands establish and grow their presence on the world's biggest social network. Now, with her Breakout Success coaching programs, Victoria is on a mission to help women transition to the freedom and success of a hit online business and the lifestyle that they deserve. By lifting the lid off the intricacies of online marketing, Victoria helps clients build sustainable, thriving businesses. A resourceful single mother to Ava and Millie, Victoria uses her personal and professional experiences to help women and their families thrive. So women of the world, Miss Victoria Gibson, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Great to be here, Marie. We are delighted to have you and I'm sure our listeners as well. So Victoria, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime, but these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche? Sure. Um, I have two businesses that kind of run side by side and feed into one another. Um, And when I started on my entrepreneurial journey online, um, I had a a business business idea about uh, travel to India for women. So that was my first website. It was called boutiqueindiatravel.com. And that was a, you know, my first venture and my first foray into online business because I, I'd traveled to India a few times and I, I thought it was an amazing place to cut, to go to. But as a woman traveling alone, it wasn't the easiest place to find things to, you know, uh, companies to help guide you through and um, take you on a journey that would um, immerse you in the culture but still you'd feel safe and guided so you didn't feel completely alone. So I decided to set that up. So I did that in um, 2010 
um, I think it was 2010. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, it was 2010. God, the years just flipped past. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sort of midway through 2010. I decided to leave my corporate career and start an online business. Um, and in my journey into that business, I just started to uncover more and more about social media and social media marketing and how that could really skyrocket your success online. Um, and the more I delved into that, um, the more I got in tune with Facebook and Facebook marketing and understanding what an amazing um, platform that was for all business owners. Um, and having had a marketing business um, or marketing experience, sorry, previously, um, it, it just seemed like a much better fit for my skills and talents. So I decided to consult in the area of Facebook advertising specifically um, for online and offline businesses and then, you know, really via uh, the, via my website and my own social media marketing, my um, my audience and my customers just grew, and so I grew that into into quite a big business, which it still is now. And I still consult to um, six figure plus entrepreneurs um, on doing their Facebook advertising, um, as well as have an have an online program. Uh, for teaching coaches and consultants how to use Facebook advertising. Um, and that's all at marvio.com, M-A-R-V-E-O.com. And then um, in my work in doing that, I I had always held the passion to work more with women entrepreneurs and help them through this journey of uh, online entrepreneurship and making sure that, um, you know, they became a success and, and that they could have the flexibility and lifestyle that um, I and so many other women entrepreneurs I know have, um, which really does allow you to be a mother um, and be the woman that you want to be as well. So that's kind of my my big mission and, and where I am now with BreakoutSuccess.com and Marvio.com. Wow, I really love your story and how your business evolved and you touched upon the, your defining moment when you got started and then you touched upon the compelling vision that you really want to help women go, uh, in their on building an uh, online uh, online business and you touched so, so those two that you merged together because of your passion for this niche that you found. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of the personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you succeed as an entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Yeah, okay. Um, so I think it's really having... Um, having the ability to get your hustle on, you know, you have to hustle to succeed. You have to work hard and you have to hustle and, um, following a process or just a methodology is not going to get you there. Um, you need to be inventive. You need to be a sponge for all that's around you and absorb market trends, um, how you work with your clients, how you develop your own system and processes to create transformation for others because that's really all you've got to market yourself from. Um, So, you know, I I definitely think, you know, the first point of call is working out where you have a passion. Now, a lot of women have a passion about different elements of their life or or something that, that they could really um, take by the take by the hand and, and walk side by side with, but it, it, there's a difference between a passion and a hobby. Like a passion, it's it's great to be passionate about anything, but in terms of a business, it needs to be commercially viable. There needs to be other people that are going to be as passionate as you, and enough of them that you can sell to to make a business. 
So you need to always keep commercially minded um, as well as passionate about your ideas. And I think that that's one of the the kind of drawbacks of entrepreneurship is that it's like a double-edged sword. You have this freedom to do what you want because you're your own boss, which is the best part about it. But you don't have the um, controls in place that you do have in a larger organization where, you know, they're going to think about what's commercially viable and um, only really pursue product um, projects, sorry, projects and endeavors that are commercially viable. So, that, that can be too stifling at times, but you do need to have a bit of a balance of that as an entrepreneur that you can't be, you know, doing too many endeavours that are more hobby-based rather than business-based because at the end of the day, we all need to make the money to stay in business. So it's the balance of, of that creativity, entrepreneurship and commerciality, I think. Wow, I love what you just shared about those qualities that or those traits that that help you become a successful entrepreneur because I'm sure our listeners learn from what you've just shared. So let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as an entrepreneur, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, I, I think really just perseverance and like getting over the challenge. The biggest challenges are trying to get clients in the beginning. That's your biggest challenge. You want people to, to um, appreciate what you're doing, notice what you're doing and pay you for what you do. <laughs> and when you start out, that's not easy to do. Um, and that's why, you know, I fully embrace social media marketing, um, establishing communities online or being part of successful communities online is a great place to start because although you're online and you've got the ability to tap into a global population, um, business always starts with relationships. So whatever you can do to foster those relationships is really, really important. And if it's not face-to-face, um, you know, networking and that sort of old school way that you got your business notice, it's it's doing that networking online. So making sure that you're putting yourself in the right um, communities, being getting noticed where, where there are big groups of um, your ideal clients and making yourself known in there, not being afraid to put yourself out there. Help people first. First and foremost, it's demonstrate your own value, um, particularly if you don't have a reputation or you haven't been online for very long. So... Um, that would be my recommendation is find where there are large um, large groups of your ideal clients already gathered for you. So who are your mentors or who do you look up to or who, who else has um, got a, already got a large community that you could be part of? Buy their program, get in their Facebook groups, start networking with people in there. Um, for me, that was very much um, Marie Forleo was my first mentor and um I bought her online program in 2010 when I first started my online business and part of that was that we got to join a Facebook group and at that time there were maybe 100 people, 200 people in the Facebook group in 2010 Um, and now there's, uh, oh gosh, I think there's like 10,000 people in there. That in the fourth year she's done the course. So, But they're all potential clients for me. 
so that's a great place to just get noticed, help help out first and foremost, and don't be shy in um, saying what you do and connecting with others because that they're the ones who are going to be biggest advocates when you demonstrate your value, and that's where you're going to start to get a lot of momentum. Wow, love those what you've just shared because there's a lot of hidden nuggets in what you've shared, a lot of tips that our listeners definitely can uh, learn from. I mean, from these challenges that you you had um, and trying, and it's a it's an ongoing challenge for a lot of uh, for I mean for most of entrepreneurs because we need clients to whatever whatever it is that your business is, we need clients to 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 stay in our business and you know it is a struggle especially if you're we are sorry if you are starting out there to get to get your clients and and what there there you know victoria has just shared us what some of the ways to do that so thank you for sharing that now let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs is really how to click on and click off and maintain the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance? And what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Uh, Well, I've probably got more of a, a contrary opinion to that in that I really... As an entrepreneur, I don't think there is a lot of work-life balance, to be honest. I, I wish there was. Yes, um, I wish there was. It was a myth. Hey, I'm living the dream and um, oh, I only work, you know, three hours a day and I live on a tropical island and I lay out by the water and drink my gin and tonic. But I don't. So I have times in my life where I have those elements of balance, but a lot of the time I'm working. Um, but the best part about being an entrepreneur is that your work is is kind of your pleasure and your source of creativity and your source of inspiration. So it doesn't really feel like work. So, of course, sometimes, you know, when you have to do things on other people's timeframes or you've got some clients that you need to prepare stuff for that you'd rather be out playing with your kids or, um, you know, going shopping or have a, sharing a, a cappuccino with a girlfriend, yeah, sure, but like any job. You know, you don't get to choose what you do all the time. Um, you know, I know entrepreneurs who, you know, that I mastermind with who have, um, you know, a lot more work-life balance in that they are, uh, perhaps are working like three hours a day, don't work weekends, don't work evenings. Um, they've got a nearly million-dollar business and, you know, they've, they've got the ability to do that. They've picked one model. They've pushed hard for it. They've got some, they've got children, but they they have a stay at home husband who looks after their kids, and that facilitates things a lot as well. Um, but you know, I admire them, and I know that one day I will have that. But at the moment, I don't I don't have that. I don't have a work life balance where you know I only work a, a couple of hours a day, or I just confine my work to business hours. I do, you know, I'm connected most days and I do some work most days but I also have the flexibility to you know spend time with my kids and go out and I travel a lot um so you know I I just meld it all in together (laughs) and um you know you you do have to be very careful with your health um I know that for me I felt at times quite sort of burnt out and stressed out physically um from just the constant kind of 
low level anxiety that comes from running your own business. And I mean, nothing drastic. It's just, you know, probably not been in the best shape that I'd like to be in. And, um, you know, things like that, that, that are really easy to let go because you're, you're sitting down at your computer quite a lot. So yeah, I'm definitely not a model. I have, I've got lots of things to share on entrepreneurship, but if it's leading the way with work-life balance, that's not my strong suit. <laughs> right. But, but like what you've said, I mean, to me, I usually say that work-life balance is a myth for entrepreneurs, but you're right. There are ways to do this because like, you know, sometimes, you know, we are so passionate about what we do that we tend to just like work and work and 24 hours seem not enough because it's no longer work for us. But like what you said, we have that ability and the flexibility to spend our time with what's important to us so like for example with you 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 make time for your health you make time to take care of yourself you make time to build your business so it's it's a it's a balance it's a blend between what it is that you love doing and other important aspect of your life. So, you know, for our listeners out there who are thinking on, of going into business, don't be scared about this work-life balance. Because it's really, it's not about work and life balance. It's about blending what are those your priorities in life, making time for those, making time to build your business, making time to spend with your family, making time to spend for yourself, take care of yourself. Because after all, ourself is our biggest investment uh, or our business, because if we don't have our health, our body, then we're not able to build this business in the first place. So find that uh, blend, find that the, 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 the ways to be able to do other things around you and work your business to be have your business to work around those priorities because uh, it can uh, yeah this, this will be a challenge and it doesn't have to be uh, you know. A, a big, uh, you don't know how to make a big deal out of it, but at least find some time, find some downtime to rejuvenate, find some time to spend your other time with family and with yourself, with your friends like that. But at the same time, we have to make, be willing to make sacrifices to build a business that we love and we are passionate about doing. So thank you for sharing your perspective on that because I'm sure our listeners um, got a lot from what you've just shared. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. You know, I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Um, you know, su success to me um, is definitely tied with you know, the, the, the monetary success you're bringing from your business because I think it is kind of the foundation of your choices, your flexibility and your freedom. Um, but f I think the freedom definitely comes from having systems, having a team, like growing into that part of your business is really, I find that that's a great measure of success because it starts to free up your time. It starts to validate the fact that your business is growing and that, um, you know, that, that it needs more than you to, to operate. Um, and yeah, I, I, I find that definitely growing your, growing your revenue is one measure of success. The other measure of success is, is how many 
you know, how many people you're actually giving value to and that and how that value actually affects them. Because if you stay focused on that, like how can I best help each and every client, then your business is only going to grow if you stay focused on that outcome. So the more clients I help, the more successful I feel. Wow, I love your take, take on uh, what success is because you're right. I mean, there are both tangible and intangible gains while we are why we are in business in the first place and you know we have this financial metrics we have this goal financial goals that we we want to meet because we are in business in the first place but at the same time at the end of the day you know what really gratif- uh, gratifying to us is you know when we when we know that we have impacted other people's lives that we help other people through our work through, through the value that we provide out there that's what is you know, what fulfills you, what feels good about you. And uh, for our listeners out there, the, the takeaway here is that, there will, you know, it is okay to have financial metrics because that's why we are in business. We have to survive. We have to maintain. We have, to, we have a life to, to maintain. And but at the same time, we transcend beyond that uh, monetary gains um, once we reach that certain level. And you will transcend to uh, to making a difference to other people. And that's what I think is uh, what is more fulfilling at the end of the day. So thank you for sharing your perspective on success that our listeners can definitely um, learn from. Now, let's touch upon one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions, advice, and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you are headed at. And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Um, the top three advi- uh, top three pieces of advice are f- first, first is fake it till you make it. That sounds bad, but it's, I don't mean don't be who you are, but start as you mean to go on. So it doesn't mean you know, being untruthful about who you are or the value that you provide, but think bigger and have a bigger, um, you know, bigger footprint than you probably can have when you first start out. Um, so act as if your business is already making six figures when you first start out. Um, that's what I mean by fake it till you make it. Um, I see a lot of women too scared to step out and and claim their place, too scared to put really put themselves out there, um, too scared to put their hand up for opportunities. Uh, and, and that's what is really going to limit the growth of your business. So step one would be fake it till you make it. Step two would be um, use Facebook or some other method of social media. I think Facebook's the best. Um, but use Facebook to get your message out there, connect with like-minded um, entrepreneurs and connect with your ideal clients on Facebook, um, preferably using paid advertising. You don't need to use a lot of money to start, but it's a great way to establish yourself as an expert and to get known quickly for not a, not a large amount of investment. And the third part, and this is part that I, is not, well, it's not my genius zone, but I've recognized how absolutely vital it is to the growth in your business is to, um, you know, systematize as much as you do as possible. So create systems in your business, get support, 
Um, obviously, you can't when you first start out until you get the money coming in, but as soon as you possibly can, set, um, document the processes that you keep repeating in your business that give your clients the transformation that they need um, because the more of that you can do, the more you can share with other people and then they can share the load so that you don't get completely overwhelmed when your business starts to take off. Wow, huge takeaways there. You know, I mean, I love when you said about the first step, which is fake it till you make it, and that you mean about act as if your business is already making a six-figure income if that's what your goal and that's what what matters i mean from the very beginning you, you see for yourself that you are in that level that you, you that you want to be already and you know i love that because it's also a that helps with our mindset as well the, the success mindset that we have to, to, to you know to cultivate as we build this business and the second one you said is to use Facebook um, or other social media to get your message out there and I uh, agree with you that Facebook is one of the most intuitive um, way, platform there to reach a wide audience and the third one is which I'm really big on as well is to really systematize your business and create processes so that that way these other uh, activities that you do within your business you can delegate or outsource them when you get to that point that you are able to so wow thank you for being generous in sharing those uh, tips that our listeners can uh, you know take action on today now what's one benefit that our listeners can get with your product or with your service um, well, they can definitely get more than one benefit, but um, the main benefit that they're going to get is um, the tools and the support and the guidance necessary to um, get to that sort of first mark of $10,000 a month. And if they're already making $10,000 a month, then it's, it's the... Um, you know, the, ne the next level step to improve their marketing um, so that they can, you know, already build on what they've achieved and, you know, double or triple their business. Awesome, awesome. And what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that you can share our listeners with? Um, I mean, apart from Facebook, which everybody knows, but Facebook advertising is my most treasured tool um, for success. Uh, other than that, you know, it's a standard kind of project management systems like Basecamp. Um, I know there's more, but I can't think of one right off the top of my head. I'm, I'm a bit of a, a um, junkie for online tools and <laughs> systems that help, but um, yeah, and I've got quite a wide variety of them. But I will, yeah, Evernote is also good. I, I like Evernote for sort of sharing, collaborating ideas, um, keeping everything in one place. I find that's a good tool as well. So that would be my um, top three. All right. And uh, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Um, definitely The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. That is a favorite of mine. Um, and another one which is particularly helpful for women um, because we often sabotage ourselves in, in, in our money mindset um, is a friend of mine's written a book called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, and her name's Denise Duffield-Thomas, and that's available on Amazon. Um, there's lots of reviews on there, so you can see it's not just my bias review because she's my friend. It's a great book. So I would definitely recommend those two for getting unstuck 
when it comes to business success. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing those uh, resources, that book recommendation that you've just shared, because I'm sure our listeners and I myself will really will get them as well. So to learn from what you've just uh, shared and what the books are, are uh, um, sharing as well. So thank you for sharing those. Now, last but not the least, in my mind, Victoria, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a Cardin Carter, but can be someone that you admire or look up to. Um, uh, well, I was recently involved in a promotion that was a tele summit that was a social media um, superhero summit and we actually got drawn as a superhero um, in a cartoon. So um, the, the superhero I nominated then was she were a princess of power. So I'd like to uh, st- stick true to my avatar because, you know, I don't think there's much more than you want in your life than power that that you can use for good, not obviously for evil, but power gives you influence, um, power gives you credibility, power gets you known, um, and and power can give you success when used in the right way. So I'm pretty happy if I can be associated with Princess of Power. Yes, and I can see you there while she, Princess Shira, I love her as well. <laughs> now, yeah, she's, got a, she's got a cool outfit too. yes i know i can see you in, in that in, in her <laughs> Love on it. my twitter profile i think it's on my twitter profile i've still got the cartoon shot so people can have a look at victoria gibson one at victoria gibson and the number one is my twitter handle oh okay so victoria gibson just to give one. them a visual otherwise yes I mean, exactly, exactly. I would be really, really nice to see that. All right. So share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example of our own efforts and we all can be more than we are today. So sorry, what was what did you say in the beginning? I just missed that first bit. Yeah, so if you can share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of follow oh, okay. you more. Of course. Um, the best way is um, via Facebook, via my Facebook page, which is um, facebook.com forward slash breakout success. That's B-R-E-A-K-O-U-T. S-U-C-C-E-S-S and um, they can just send me a message via my page and reach out and um, I'd be happy to to talk with them about their business, um, give them some tips or just say hi. Awesome. And that's, again, that's facebook.com, that's your, your Facebook page and it's the name is Breakout Success. So it's facebook.com forward slash breakout success and by the way for our listeners out there all the links and the resources that are mentioned on today's podcast will be made available on a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com all you have to do is to type in the name victoria gibson on the search bar and it will find it for you so for our listeners out there who are watch uh, and driving or um, on the gym while you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to have those links and the resources on our show notes. But again, that link again is facebook.com forward slash breakout success. Or you can also go to your your, your website at breakoutsuccess.com, right? Yes, that's right. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So it's at breakoutsuccess.com or facebook.com forward slash 
breakout success. Now, Victoria, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and honor you for making our world a better place. And we wish you more success in business and in your life. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. And um, I'm, I hope that you got some value out of that. And I hope that your listeners have too. And yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.